This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I am Chris Bentliff. I'm joined as ever by the genius A. Bunger and his partner in genius, High Goldstaff from Intersoft Associates. And guys, today we're talking about, as part of your design process, I've noticed that a proof of concept is an important part of that when we get into the functional design of it. Let's talk about the importance of a proof of concept, what the proof of concept does and is, and how it helps the project along and helps the client or customer understand what's going on. So Abe, what's a proof of concept in this context? So let's talk about two different areas of proof of concept. One kind of proof of concept is where you have a requirement you're building something, it may be something new, it may be something that's a little weird, and you really just want to prove that what your thought process is actually works before you jump into the process and build that software. So you'll take a piece of that and sort of prove that what you're thinking actually works. And that may involve some code, it may not involve code, it may be something that you do and plan out a little bit. It may actually be writing some code that you may or may not continue to use in the overall process, but you're sort of proving that your logic or your thought process makes sense. Um, Another kind of proof of concept is where you are starting with someone who's new and you don't necessarily want to jump into an entire full feature set. You want to build a small piece of it to prove that the concept works and the company works. So you have a huge process or a huge project you want to build, you want to start with a small piece of it and prove that your logic works, their logic works, and the two of you work together. Hmm. So those are the different kinds of proof of concepts, both of which are actually important. Um, A technology proof of concept may not be needed depending on what you want to build, but it may be something that'll help if you're building something that is not necessarily a standard or it's something that's really, really new and you want to prove the technology. Hi, when, when Abe says it's a small kind of start, what does that mean? Is it, uh, let's see if we can just get this one piece to do what we think it will do? Or is it, uh, how involved is it? Is it something that's really pretty to look at? Or is it just like, look, here's the, the nuts and bolts. And does everybody agree that this is working the way we think it should be? Sort of all of the above. Um, it, it, really comes under the umbrella. Uh, the major umbrella is educate the client. And there are many ways that clients, you know, or, or prospective clients need to be educated. So that's one, and I'll, I'll get back to that another. Uh, another one is to actually prove that the technology is available. Um, we were working with somebody quite a while ago who wanted to do something with a website like um, something like a Craigslist um, where he wanted his ad to always be at the top. So a similar kind of thing. And what we did was we said, well, we know what the technology is required, but we don't know that the vendor will let you do that. So it required uh, a document, uh, a file in a certain format. So we created that file on our end, gave it to the, the person, and can you upload that file to the website? If you can do that, then we can, we can automate that. I mean, and, and we had built 
and there were a, a bunch of areas where there were unknowns. So we built that, he did it, it didn't work. So, you know, he, he spent 500 bucks as opposed to tens of thousands. So it really protected the customer in this case and showed that what he wanted to do in, t- in, in that time's technology was not feasible. Um, another one we did for a, uh, a company that had a merchant processing issue. They were using an older piece of software that had been um, repainted uh, where the, the front end was redesigned, yet the back end was still back in the, uh, you know, in, 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 the old day, in, in the old days. And they did their credit card payments through only three merchant processors. And for whatever the business decision, I mean, the decision was the merchant processors, all of a sudden, all three of them imposed a huge reserve on this particular client, yet the, the software built a direct connection to the merchant processor that, that they chose. And it was all credit card stuff. It was all um, highly secure and encrypted. Uh, anyway, so we said, well, we, there, there's a way for us to get that data. We couldn't, we couldn't decrypt the data. There's a way for us to get that data. Um, and we said, if you ship that to, to a site, we can process it, leave it there where you can come and pick it up. So they shipped us a file. We manually, I mean, via software, we manually updated it with what we, we expected them to do. And then they grabbed it and it worked in their software. So we knew that now we could bypass, you know, we can hijack the data and send it back to them. So we knew we can do it. And then we built software to make it happen. Again, the software to be built was fairly easy. It was no, no big deal, but getting the data was the challenge when we were able to get the data. So that's, those are two where we showed that the technology would work where they were unknowns. We didn't know the other software in, 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 in the latter case, and we didn't know the other software in the, in the original case. And the other ones just to show people that the technology will, that, that what we propose will work. Uh, and sometimes it's, you know, let me show you a little bit of what it'll do to give you a taste of what it'll do. So, and that becomes a discussion point for further conversation. And, and all of those, you know, the, 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 all of those are for the client's benefit. Um, you know, so we don't take their money needlessly. So they don't spend money needlessly. And we try and eliminate whatever those unknown unknowns are uh, to ensure success or minimize the impact of failure, which means, okay, we tried this great idea. It didn't work. You know, let's, let's move on or try another way to do it. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. I love this idea of protecting the customer and a proof of concept gives them just a, an example of what they think they want to buy. I wonder, Abe, how often does the proof of concept change the dimensions or the scope of the project? How often do you see that thing in motion and say, well, hold on, could we also do? Or what if instead we did? Once you start to see it practically instead of conceptually, how often does that change the nature of things? So 
a little bit of everything. So there are, there are times where you do the proof of concept and it sort of follows with what you expected. So you get what you want, if everything seems to work, you can move on with the rest of the project. There are times where you do the proof of concept and as you're coding that, you start to realize, wait, now that we have this technology, how else can that be used? Or how else can that solution or what else can that be applied to? So as always, at the end of a proof of concept, there's a conversation. What did we learn from this? What did we find? Does it work? Does it not work? Is there a better way of doing things or a different way of doing things? So even if the proof of concept itself does not work, that does not mean the project is a failure. That just means we may have to adjust the approach and try something different. But it definitely uh, adjusts the way you're looking at things when you start to actually play with code and actually run something through the process. And we have, we have as always, I'm, I'm Mr. Example. Um, the, we, have, we have two examples of that. One, we had a client that um, had old software. It's a software as a service. It was an old software and it only worked in an archaic browser. You know, a browser, you know, in, in this case, Internet Explorer, and the costs and the risks of rewriting the software were huge. Uh, they came to us and we said, we can update it in place. And this is how we're going to do it. So updating it in place reduced the cost dramatically, reduced the soft costs of testing dramatically because we were leveraging what they had, which was part of the solution. Uh, and mitigated risk for the same reason. Anyway, so we did a proof of concept that showed them what we're going to do, that yes, it's going to work. We took their software, did what we're supposed to do on a couple of pages, showed that it worked. So now they were convinced that it worked and we were able to move forward. And we, we just completed the first phase of that project, um, of course, successfully. When you feel like... Uh... Uh, or when you're starting a project, is there ever a time where you bypass or skip the proof of concept? Or do you feel like it's an essential, it's a need to have? I imagine there's times where you know you're coming from a project you're very familiar with, and that's not necessarily it. But when you're first getting started with something, how, how ingrained in the process is the proof of concept for you? Not necessarily in every single instance. Um, it depends. There are a lot of commonalities in terms of what people are looking for in software development. And many times we can demo some existing systems or processes that show competency. So we don't have to go through a proof of concept necessarily. Um, you do want to validate your design. But that does not necessarily mean a proof of concept. Um, but if there is some technology that we are unsure of or something like I was saying, uh, some kind of an algorithm or um, solution to something that we're not sure of, it's definitely a valid approach. And it also really depends. What we try to do is put ourselves in the place of the customer. And how do we mitigate his risk? How do we you know, give him a warm and fuzzy? And if we've done it and we know what has to be done, but if there's any question, um, and, and through our years of experience, we kind of know when to do that. Um, and, and what's involved. Uh, and there are so many different different cases. We actually built a full system for Pearson uh, to acquire photos for their content. And that was actually a proof of concept project to do, to do it for all sorts of content within, within the whole company. So we knew what had to be done. That happened, that happened to be, uh, you know, that, was, that software was on a burning platform. It, wouldn't, it you know, wasn't gonna work for much longer. 
So we did that. Uh, it worked. The people that we were working with, you know, knew that we could do it. But it became a proof of concept for the rest of Pearson to use that as a basis and the success that it had to implement a more over a more wide wide ranging application for the whole organization. And that you know also is where we saved um, them three million dollars a year in avoided royalty costs, among all the other benefits that the software had. Sometimes so they, they bought in because they knew it would, they knew it would work and we didn't have to get their buy-in. And that was real important. Sometimes uh, the proof of concept then, Abe, is, is a demo of something similar or, uh, you know, use your imagination a little bit, but this is kind of the functionality that we're talking about. And sometimes, hi, as you point out, uh, we can build it once and we can show others the potential of it and they can uh, move past that conceptual uh, idea and see it in action and see how it can apply to them. I think that's pretty powerful. Guys, thanks for uh, talking with us today about more Intersoft Associates process. And I really like this proof of concept idea. And as always, if you're out there and you're kicking tires and you're wondering, you're frustrated, or if your custom software developer isn't delivering for you a proof of concept and you're having to pay through the nose for something that doesn't work, you should probably give us a call. We can probably help. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. You too, Chris. Thank you. You too. Thanks for joining us for IsAware. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.